Oh, Starcog. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the inaugural podcast of the U.S. Postal Service podcast brought to you by Floyds of Leadville. Here with... No, man. Uh, it's the podcast uh, service. Podcast service. I didn't like that name anyways. Changed it. All right. U.S. Podcast Service. Start I'm over. Right now. Welcome, everyone, to the inaugural U.S. Podcast Service podcast. I am Neil Brown with the one and only Dave Zabriskie and Floyd Landis. And today we're going to be talking to you about the tour of California. However, before I get into that, I just want to do a quick introduction of what the podcast is about, what we'll be doing, and why actually we're doing this in the first place. Uh, with so many podcasts out there, we realized that there was something lacking. And if anyone had seen our previous YouTube videos of the Tour de France last year, they were a bit irreverent and fun. And we got a lot of positive feedback from it. And people kept asking, hey, when are you guys going to do a podcast? When are you guys going to do some more videos? Because both Dave and Floyd gave a unique point of view to the both bike races and, quite frankly, life in general. So we've decided to use the Tour of California as a good launching pad to start the podcast. And we'll, we'll come back at the conclusion of the race and throughout the year with different podcasts. And perhaps maybe we'll get on some kind of schedule. But for now, we just want to do the Tour of California because both those races mean a lot to both Dave and Floyd. Floyd being a winner, Dave winning TTs and, and being a major part of that race. And Dave, correct me if I'm wrong, Zabriskie, you had the yellow jersey at one point during that race, correct? Yeah, sure. The uh, I was actually doing this to try to get a mattress sponsor. How did that work out? No, it's in the pro- that's uh we're doing it right now, dude. Someone's gonna say like, "Oh man, this is really good stuff. Would you like a bed?" Oh, okay. Well, if anyone's out there's got a bed uh, for for Dave or Floyd or quite frankly me, um, what what happened to your bed, Dave? Nothing. I just, uh, you know, I think those uh, the sleep number uh, mattress people are super into sponsoring these things. I hear it all the time. Mm. Okay. Well, again, anyone out there with a bed or maybe a place to crash, Zabriskie is looking for something. Um, but let's talk about the tour of California. That's why we're here. It's the it's the 16th. longest tour of California they've had since its inauguration. Seven hundred seventy seven miles. Really? It's got sixty eight thousand feet of climbing um the past winner colombian ergen bernal is not participating he was actually scheduled to do the giro broke his collarbone so he's not even doing the giro either so he's out so we've kind of got a new list of contenders um we've got uh from the richie po- richie portrait of trek sega frego <laughs> sega frito fredo Help me out here, guys. How how is that pronounced? You're giving me a vault of knowledge here. I I didn't know any of this stuff. So, well, that's why I'm here um, to, to to lead you guys and just be the conduit for yeah, all keep of you guys. Good work. Uh, but that said, the 2017 winner George Bennett from Jumbo uh, Visma is here. Uh, Peter Sagan is back. Mm-hmm. However, it doesn't have quite the GC because the race is so tough. His chances of going for the general classification are kind of limited. What's I, making? I don't know about that, man. He won. They had a Mount Baldy mountaintop finish here. He won, I believe. But let, let me let me put that to you though. That was this. I remember that race. I was there at that the, that edition. 
And other than that stage, there wasn't, there was climbing, but there whole, there wasn't a whole bunch compared to this year with 68,000 feet. So, and also look at Sagan's preseason. He hasn't had the seasons he's had in previous years. Yeah, so, they, say he, they say he's racing with a broken heart. Oh, you know, God. Is that true? Who said that? I saw it somewhere, dude. All right. Well, and then of course we've got the 2013 winner, TJ Van Garderen, um, with Education First, with his teammate Rigoberto Iran. Uh, as you guys might know, Iran has had a, also a broken collarbone coming back. Using the Tour of California is a great place to start, and quite frankly, TJ needs a win under his belt because he hasn't done anything in years. He was kind of the golden That's boy. Pretty harsh. Well, you know, I'm not here to make friends. Fair enough. I'm here to give the unvarnished raw truth. And quite frankly, TJ needs to do something. He's just going to be a uh, lieutenant the rest of his life at best. So Tour California might be a good place for him to start. But again, I want to hear you guys' point of view. You guys have raced it. I just sat on the sidelines and and made uh, comments. I want to hear what you guys are thinking of the race. I mean, Floyd, you won the thing. You won the first year, 2006. Also, Floyd, how much air pressure are you putting in your tires for this race, would you recommend? Yeah. Yeah. I really remember any of those details. It wasn't good. I mean, I enjoyed the race because I, I liked racing in the United States. I didn't really like racing in Europe that much. So for me, it was good just because it was close to home. I lived in uh, Temecula where all, all the cool people lived back then. Yeah, it was a valued city. I don't think the Tour of California ever went through Temecula, though, for some reason. No. They went to San Diego, but they've avoided, unfortunately, Temecula. Uh, I think they should do do the crown jewel stage there, perhaps up on one of the mountains there. Because you people may not know about this wonderful berg that is called Temecula. Um, there's actually a lot of good climbing there, isn't it? Isn't there? Oh, Florida? yeah. It's, it's what's known as the Inland Empire. Um, mm. It's got its own. Uh, oh yeah, it's got its own um, area code. It's the nine oh nine, lovingly known as the nine oh nine. If you were if you got in early enough to get that number, now it's the nine one five, I believe. But nine oh nine is the old one, so it has the real uh, clout. Mm. Well, well, good to know for those who are interested into area codes, phone area codes, all you trivia buffs out there. Um, but let me talk to you about. The favorites. This is what everyone wants to know. Everyone ha- reads and and has an opinion. The journalist, but you guys again have raced it. You have a sense for the race. Who do you think is this strong contender for the 2019 Tour Calif- Amgen Tour California? Yeah, I don't know who's racing anymore. I mean, I I hope Pete Stedna wins. I think that would be kind of cool. Pete seems like a nice guy. I don't even know if he's racing, but if he's if he is, I hope he's coming off. A, he's coming off a win at that Belgian waffle ride. He probably went too deep there, though. He's probably gonna. Uh, he won that thing. I didn't not. even know that was a race. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to him, and he said that Trek was putting a ton of pressure on him to win there, which I found interesting. What do you What do you think that means when Trek uh, puts pressure on you? What do you think that sounds like? I don't know, but he like he seemed pretty like uh, he was. He was like, "Oh God, thank, thank you! I won this because they were really putting the pressure on me." Zero. <laughs> uh, what do you get for winning? Is, it, is there any prize money? Two hundred fifty uh, bucks. Two hundred fifty bucks. I don't know. Yeah, give or take. Yeah. You get the glory. That's true. Yeah, there's some things you can't put a price value on. Broken hearts and standing on the top step of the waffle ride, waffle race. Both uh, can make or break a person. Broken heart. 
and waffle rides. Um, but yeah, Pete would be very much an outside. He's done well there in the past. I think at best he could do it top 10, but I got to give him kudos for the mustache he has and kind of like the, the little yeah, patch. That's kind of why I wanted uh, to win. Cause that mustache is pretty sweet. I'm, I think he curled it in the end. What's the, what's the hard stages here, Neil? They're starting out in Sacramento. They're starting off. Thanks for bringing that up, Dave. Uh, starting in Sacramento. Um, but the penultimate stage, the second to last stage, finishes at Baldy. Now that's a race, that's a ride and, and a course that I've done, but obviously not as a racer, just as someone who's lived in Southern California. And that was part of our normal training. So that's a humbling climb. But Dave and Floyd, I mean, you guys have ridden that that climb. Tell me about it. I mean, what's it like from a racing standpoint versus a training standpoint? Two different animals. Yeah, I've got the unofficial KOM there. Did you beat Phil Gaiman? As far as is, he, is he going to be there? Okay. I yeah, don't racing. In, uh, his cookie corners. So everyone be on the lookout for free cookies and a good time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, look, okay, so I'm checking out the website here. I want to see who's racing. Looks like Sky has a team. They'll probably win if you just go by the numbers yeah. here. I don't know who they're uh, sending. They're now they're now called in, innuendos. In, innuendo. Huh. What about um EF? Who do they who oh, they yeah, got? So they've, got they've got Rigoberto and they've got TJ, who again needs to step up. I like the guy, but I'm just I'm just breaking it down to you. He needs to step up or step off as the kids say. What about this blue Dakunakink t- t- team? Dakunalink t- uh, clink. Dakun t- Dakunink. I, I I'm not sure I'm sure what that is. Perhaps. Blue, it quick step it looks like quick step, but it has some other. Uh, yeah, oh. I, think it, I think it's Kasuna Hunk. Oh, that makes more sense. <laughs> who, did they, who did they send? <laughs> I can't. I'm trying to find the place where it has the riders listed. I just see the teams listed. Well, like so, other than other than the aforementioned uh, riders, we we also need to talk about the sprinters and, and I don't not mean to cut you off here, Floyd, but I think one interesting piece of news uh, that developed within the past 24 hours was Marcel Kittle suddenly retiring. And he was scheduled to do the tour of California out of the blue said, Hey, I need to step back away from cycling. People have said he's got a fragile ego. I mean, is that something that really happens? Are, are bike racers really that fragile with their egos? What is, what is going on there? I don't, that sounds like an odd an odd reason. I, I don't know. It does seem a little abrupt, but he just up and quit. It's fatigue. And he just just said, "Fuck it." It's one of those things. Did that's, that enough? I'm out. That's one of what he Dave, said. He, he on the other hand, would have done it in the middle of a race. The, to this guy's credit, he did it before the race started. Yeah, came to some agreement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying maybe in 2021 when he gets his head screwed back on, you guys maybe throw him a bone and get him on the Floyd Pro side. I don't know, team. man. The only time I've ever seen this before was with Magnus Backstead, and he never came back. He just checked out like right in the middle of everything. There's a reason there. I never did find <laughs> out. Um, there's, a, there's always a reason. There's probably confidentiality. I can't uh, say. You signed an agreement? No, I mean, I just, yeah, never mind. <laughs> no, I'm sure that's a good story. Maybe we'll hear it later, later in the podcast. Anyway, presumably something happened, right? People don't just give up and quit, but. He had a really bad start of the year. Um, 
wasn't able to really raise the level he'd, he'd been at. He he'd won run had won one race in Mallorca, um, and then since then had just had a bunch of DNFs and as what the, was he on a Belgian was he on a Belgian team? He was on the uh, Alpacine team, Katusha Alpacine team. What's that country? Germany. Mm. Hmm. Katusha. Hmm. Yeah. Alpacine. Yeah. <laughs> That's the same team. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, you know, they, they make caffeine infused shampoo. I use it all oh, the time. Geez, I need some Many of that. That sounds great. That's why we I have look such at the, On that note, we should look at the sponsors of this uh, event, Tour of California. Let's see what the sponsors are. I mean, might as well give them some credit for sticking with this whole thing. Oh, you got to give credit to Amgen. Looks like um, Michelob Ultra. A lot of people still drinking that. Uh, we got um, Canyon, the bike company. Those bikes look pretty cool. I've never ridden one, but I think they got a internet-based sort of distribution model. They're 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 interesting. Where, like you said, Floyd, they've got an internet internet-based model, so they're not selling them through bike shops. Kind of eliminating the middleman of something, yeah. and and that's kind of uh, might might revolutionize how bikes are sold in the past because traditionally yeah, the bike manufacturer makes them. They're sent to a bike shop. The bike shop sells them. Um, but Canyon again has cut out that middleman, and then quite by middleman you mean the guy that knows how to put them together. Yeah. So this, I'm sure, this is a great plan. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting. Uh, Wall Street Journal also sponsors it for reasons that are unknowable. Hmm. Uh, Tag Hewer. Oh, the watches. Yeah. Uh, Dimension Data. I don't know what that is. You have data and. What's Sea Sucker? Oh, that's those bike racks. Those things are pretty cool. I'd buy one of those if I wanted a bike rack, which I don't. Um, Clinker Brick Winery, their sponsor. Mm -hmm. Uh, They say all wine has Roundup in it. (laughs) Far out. (laughs) Uh, UCI sponsors it. And by sponsors it, I mean they make them pay money to be allowed to use their name, which is backwards. Yeah. Sort of the opposite of a sponsor, if you will. Well, someone's got to put their, you know, put it out there somehow and get the teams organized and get people to show up for this little, little shindig. So you need them. I know you. We got Coca Cola. They sponsor it. I think they sponsor everything, like literally everything. And I think they probably got enough money laying around the Coca Cola sofas to make that happen and not be a big uh, big commitment it's not like a super bowl commercial or something but that's it gives them a good opportunity to put their sugar infused drinks in front of a healthy lifestyle group of people it's a perfect match here's something something kind of cool i just saw from the cycling collective just got a note from somebody here jack bowbridge used cycling code to sell ecstasy pills court hears i wonder what that means cycling code like breakaway could be Meth? Oh, you think that was it was some sort of code language? Yeah, I mean that's what I would think. Not that I would do this. I'm just you know. Throwing. Sort of makes sense. I mean, cuts out a step. If you're going to just take drugs so that you can ride fast to win races to be happy, you could just take pills that make you happy and skip the whole middle part. Yeah. Ironically, he was one of the topics I wanted to discuss. Where is Jack Bobridge? But I guess we know where he is now. Really? Well, we don't know where he is, but we know what his. Um, he's in jail, I'm guessing. I don't know. But where's he from? Yeah, Australian. I thought ecstasy was legal in Australia. Uh, no, just, just platypus venom. 
You can smoke hmm. perfectly legal. Yeah, I was roommates with him a few times. He's a nice guy, actually. Did he ever try to sell you meth? No, he did not. He was, uh, yeah, he was kind of uh, shocked that I had a Leatherman in my uh, suitcase and had to uh, use it to open the window in the hotel. It was, uh, Any of you guys ever watch or listen to the Trailer Park Boys podcast? No, never have. It's pretty good. Similar to this one. Just <laughs> <laughs> kind of a rambling train of thought. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good, at least. Well, you know, shout out to that podcast. Then maybe they can do a return favor and give us a shout out as well. Um, oh, hey, look at this. I found something on the, might be of use here, uh, on the Amgen Tour of California site. Volunteer opportunities. Oh. It's funny. They can turn things around by just using the right words. Like, how is volunteering for someone else to help them an opportunity for me? Um, you get a free t-shirt and usually a snack. Hmm. I think I'll sign up here. <laughs> which stage, which stage you guys want to help out at? How about uh, Stockton to Morgan Hill? Isn't that where Specialized at? Specialized in Morgan Hill. Specialized in Morgan Hill. Put me down for Baldy. All right. I'll put you down there. Ontario to Baldy. Oh, that goes near uh, Temecula. Ontario mm -hmm. is out there. Uh, nice area. Wine. Cheap wine country. They don't say that, but it's wine country, but not the expensive stuff. Well, you know, can't have everything. Um, so, yeah, um, on the um, on the racing side that we are involved in, um, it's looking promising for our team for the uh, tour of Utah. Probably didn't hear this yet, but well, we did get a few riders into California. Just oh, that's true too. We should talk about that. So, that uh, too is one of our sprinters, uh, and actually, Agus Floyd. Yeah, that'd be a great opportunity to talk about that. Is we. Got an addition to like Mark Cavendish is going to be there, um, who's won stages in not only Tour de France green jersey wear, but racing in Tour of California as an opportunity again to come back from a really poor season. But we have Floyd. Who do we have on our team going there? Uh, <clears throat> uh, we have Keegan yeah. Swerble. Well, uh, on the sprinter side, we have um, Travis McCabe, who's been winning a lot of races this year. So I think, I mean, hopefully he's got a good chance at a couple of these sprint stages. I didn't, I mean, it's a hard. As far as climbing goes, it's a hard race, but it does look like there's a few um, sprint finishes. Now we got Keegan Swerble, who's a very good climber, and I think he's uh, in pretty good shape for this thing. They've done some decent long stage races in early season in Asia, and uh, yeah, they're ready to ready to rumble, as they say. They had a good uh, Tour Gila, actually, as well. It's pronounced Gila. It's the Tour uh, Gila. Gila. I was yep. going to say something, but Floyd fixed it. <laughs> what did I fix? Yeah, it's, it's Gila. Oh, it's Gila. Uh, Gila. I remember last time. I, actually, I think every time I've raced there, somebody crashed really badly. I don't know if they made it through this year without a bad crash, but for whatever reason, there's some roads there that are – it's a great race, but there's a couple really dangerous roads. Um, yeah, it's the altitude. They're not used to going that fast. May, maybe that's it. Uh there's no uh, air resistance. Is it that high altitude? I didn't think it was up that high. It's pretty high, dude. Well, last time I did it, I stayed at a, um, in this little concrete building. It looked like a storage unit. It's pretty cool. Rick Crawford was there with us, with our team. Team Ouch. Oh, I'm not sure what became <laughs> of that guy. Um, the lifestyle of the of professional cyclists isn't as glamorous as people think. Yeah, oh, then the best part was we when I left – we had to drive to Albuquerque and I had, was supposed to fly to Mexico, but I didn't realize my passport was expired. 
So I had to stay in some, you know, shitty hotel in Albuquerque. And then I didn't have a valid ID for whatever reason. And then I had to go through all this security, but I guess because I slept in this hotel, I was covered in meth dust. So I failed every test on the security check multiple times, at which point they convened a bit of a committee to discuss it. And they would stand in a circle and talk about it. And then they would walk over and ask me another question. And they would go back and talk. So for like 20 minutes, I always wonder what happens if you fail all of these tests every single time. And I did. And then eventually they just said, okay, you can go. They put me on the plane. Well, so the moral of the story is, uh, yeah, you don't need ID. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> so eventually they want you out of the country. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> go to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> getting back out of Mexico is a different story. But getting into Mexico, you don't need ID. That's for sure. And just for those uh, altitude trivia people, uh, Gila, Gila, New Mexico is, is at 4,500 feet of Elevation. That's not I super. Think, not I don't think it was tall. that high. That's good. Yeah, that is not too high, but you know, it's good enough. Especially if you're a flatlander coming coming from California or somewhere, getting racing at a hard hard effort, then going to altitude, it's it's going to be a little bit taxing. I can't remember who won last time. I, won. I think it Levi won that year. And he's also three time winner of the Tour of California. Three times? No kidding. Yeah. Are there any other multiple time winners of the Tour of California? We just have a bunch of individuals. Uh, looks like we just have a bunch of individuals. And we got Levi, and then um, last year's winner, Ergen Bernal. Uh, he's not racing because, like I mentioned before, broke his collarbone. Was supposed to do the Giro. Uh, Sagan, uh, winner back in 2015, but again, chances are small that he's going to win. And then TJ Van Garderen, 2013 winner. So, but again, I don't, I think he has a decent chance to win. He, his form has been kind of coming on and he needs to do something. It looks, so like, it looks like they have a women's race now. I didn't, I don't think that when I was racing, they had a women's race. At the they did not. Tour California. Careful what you say here, dude. No, I wasn't going to say anything other than I was, I was uh, happy to see that they had. The, uh, they probably did. They've usually had at least a one-day event for them. Oh, maybe um, that was it. Yeah. In an hour. yeah. yeah. As the years have progressed and the society as well, uh, they get more and more. It's still not 100% equal, but they're getting there. Um, I got to say, I was pretty fired up to go train, but this is getting uh, pretty intense. Yeah, probably take a nap. Here's a page on the anti-doping protocols. Looks like uh, there's pre-race testing, and then there's uh, each winner of the stage gets tested. The leader, um, at least two randomly selected. It's unknown how they determine them randomly. Then there's uh, also additional riders may be subjected to blood or urine testing. Not now. Waiting. Oh boy! I don't think they take. They only take blood or urine, dude. Should be an exciting race. Uh, Boyd, are we gonna? Are you? Are you gonna be stopping by this race at all? I, I mean, your team is racing, Dave. You're gonna be stopping by. You live in the area. Um, not necessarily in the area per se. I'm gonna. If, if, uh, I don't want to add to the congestion on the overcrowded uh, transportation system of California. And just get out there for no reason. You guys, the uh, gas is pretty high out here. Also, it's like uh, five dollars a gallon. It's uh, 
I think it's had quite the impact on congestion, though, actually. I feel a little bit of a... You're all for higher gas prices, then. Yeah, I think it should be higher. But what's interesting there is uh, if everyone switches to the electric cars, then you're going to have... It's really the car is what takes up the space. If everyone had electric and there was no high gas prices, they would all... It would just get all clogged up again. No one can control the price of the... uh, Maybe they can. Fuck, who knows? I think I heard you know Uber Uber went public today, whatever that means. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge deal, dude. I'm going to look it up right now, see what the... NASDAQ. So did a, a company that makes fake meat. No kidding. Sign of the times. Oh, dudes. What happened? It rained, it rained just a tiny little bit, and now the sun's poking through. You know what that means. <laughs> Not really, no. Sticky dirt. Oh, yeah. Uber says Uber dropped in their first day of trading for those market watchers out there. Yeah, this, uh, I feel like uh, the shows are going to get better as we. Well, I mean, for the listeners out there that maybe don't understand why sometimes there are long pauses, we're leaving space that in future episodes will be taken up by sponsors. It's just the way you do these things. Podcasting is not as easy as it sounds. That's the truth. It took us an hour just to get the, our microphones working. Do you think that's going to be the case every time? Because I don't think I can handle that. Probably not. I mean, I'm not actually even using one. <laughs> you must be using some form of microphone, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what other races are going on? Um, You're about Neil. To start. Oh, that's right. Neil fell asleep. He's taking a nap, so I'm, I'm standing in for his place. Whoa. Who's this? This is Chris. Oh, hey, Chris. How you doing, man? Fantastic. Highly entertained listening. Where did Neil go? I think he smashed his computer with uh, maybe his shoe or something. With his face? Wow, he really left. He did a kittle. (laughs) Yeah. He he did a kittle. Just halfway through, just said, fuck it. That's it. He heard the the possibility of drug testing, and uh, and he's out here. He's a, he went to get what's known as a, um, what do they call it? Enema, uh, dude. Wizenator. <laughs> Not an enema. Jesus. How would that help? <laughs> uh, do they still do that whole thing with the um, testing where you got to tell them where you are 24-7? Or they install trackers on people and just follow them around? How's that working now? Yeah, I have no idea. I'm out of the I'm 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 kittle I'm in kittle territory, dude. The best thing about not racing anymore is not having dudes watch you urinate. I gotta be honest, it's, that's my favorite part of retirement. Yeah, if that's what you call this. Probably mine too. Um, Neil says he lost a connection to the server and he's attempting to reconnect. Yeah, he was adding a lot of value to the show. He's a value add. He seemed pretty racing. <laughs> Uh, so, dude, imagine if everyone's got an electric car. Okay. Then that's gonna. There's just not enough space. It's a numbers game. Right, but the the current theory is that if they're all networked, and they can all start and stop at the same time, like a train does, uh, then no. you can solve the human right. part of the problem. I'm not saying it's a good idea. I'm just saying that's what Uber's claiming they're gonna do. They're gonna. Create this giant network of people who use public transportation or or taxis, and they're just going to replace the drivers. I don't know what those people are going to do when that happens. Probably nothing. 
Try to get some kind of uh, universal <clears throat> income. You think they'll get a residual income? I was thinking if, uh, you know, the I actually had to go into the uh, Spectrum store to get a cable remote control. Kids lost one. Mm-hmm. The, the e- one of the most beneficial things you could do if you're a billionaire right now is just pay for everyone's cable bill. What would that get them? It would get them, you know, just people, they wouldn't be so uh, pissed off. They could just sit there and watch free TV. I think most people think TV should be free, actually. <laughs> and that's why... That's like, I mean, you've never seen so many pissed off people that they were just coming in this place with checks and like, they just leave them on the floor. This one lady like, where can I put this? And she just threw it and walked out. No way. So you think just as a PR strategy, billionaires should just pay some people's cable bill? Not PR, but even as a, uh, a defense strategy to, uh, you know, numb the, uh, numb the masses. The, the, the animosity. Yeah, like, hey, well, they're letting us watch TV for free, so. That's pretty cool. I wonder if that's the idea behind this 5G stuff. I heard that's going to kill all the birds. Yeah, it's already happening. (laughs) Is that true? They survived uh, such things as the dinosaur uh, holocaust. Or dinosaur extinctions. I don't know that those are related. I'm trying my best here. Yeah, I mean. Maybe not my best. I think once the <laughs> once the race starts, I think uh, you know there'll yeah. be a lot more to talk about. Yeah, it's a this is a we're, we haven't quite reached tubecast. I think that's probably it too, as we have so much uh, time off from our tubecast. It takes a little practice to do these things. Yeah, um, got flow state. <laughs> Whatever happened to that Pablo guy? He's out there somewhere flowing around. That was great. He talked about flow state like it was a real thing. <laughs> so the goal here is get to the flow state for podcasting during the tour. Podcast flow state where you just, you don't really think about what you're doing. You're just sort of, you know, in the flow. In the it's flow. just, it's subconscious. So when do you guys want to do another one? Just so that uh, listeners know, like, do you want to do like, uh, oh, shit. somebody's calling me from Aspen. I better hang up. Decline. Fuck. That, that might be the last thing I need. Yeah, I hung up. He, he don't wanted, call might, might have wanted to be somebody in Aspen. Might have wanted to be on the show. <laughs> How'd they know we were currently uh, recording? They know everything. I didn't. I didn't tell anybody. How'd they know I had gas? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, for all the listeners out there, I don't answer phone numbers from Aspen. So if you need to call me. And you live in Aspen, you're going to need to drive to a payphone or use 5G. Uh, I don't know how that would affect it, but you could try that. All right. So next week we reconvene when there's a little bit of race action. See what's happening. Sound good to you guys? I hope. You, I hope you guys can add some cool background music and spice this up a bit because uh, it didn't really sound. Yeah. We need. Oh, that's great. There we go. We could just sit and listen to this for a while. Hello, is it me you're looking for? Imagine all the people. <laughs> Imagine all the reasons. Imagine all the people listening. We should have just added the music the whole time. Next time. Next time. Uh, can we have background music, please? We can definitely add background music. Absolutely. So before we convene for today uh, and listen to that great music, any any parting thoughts for the guys when they kick off from Sacramento on Sunday? 
Well, I mean, it's Friday, and they should probably be laying down right now with their legs up. That's what they tell you to do. Just lay down. There's a there's a rap song somewhere where they say, from the Bay Area to Sacktown or something. Uh. <laughs> so lay down and listen to rap music uh. is, is advice for everybody that's going to line up on Sunday. Yeah, I think it's a, that song, California. And then it's like, he lists all the cities and he calls Sacramento Sacktown. The Bay Area to Sacktown. Not, not sure who that is. Could be two parts. <laughs> informative. Uh, the uh, Inland Empire in that song. They don't list that. No. The Inland Area Empire. <laughs> Dave, you should redo it it's from from Sacktown to Temecula. Neil just Sacktown. texted and asked if we were done. <laughs> yes, we can. Tell, tell him the show must go on. I think whatever happened to that Artie Lang guy that used to be on Howard Stern, I bet he's got nothing going on. I should call that guy, see if he'll join us. That guy had some things to say. It said uh, Howard Stern actually just had a cancer scare. What does that mean? I'm not sure. That was the headline. Like, uh, I mean, maybe he thought he had it or didn't. Maybe he was just scared of it. <laughs> Temporarily. <laughs> <laughs> Just learned about it and got, got freaked scared. out. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> oh god, that's pretty good. Well, anyway, um, I got a. Obviously, I'm very busy, as I'm sure you are. Yes, thank you guys uh, for uh, thank you guys for the time. Thank you everybody for listening. You can uh, find this. The U.S. podcast service on iTunes, SoundCloud. Dude, they obviously they already podcast. found it if they're listening. Yes, I guess this, <laughs> that's a little bit of a circular conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Follow anyway. us at leadville.com, USPS. And uh, we will see everybody next week. Okay, thanks. Peace thanks out. Thanks for listening. <laughs>